This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And welcome back to hour number two of the Outdoor Show on a Saturday morning where we got a little bit of fog and uh, dampness and gnats out there, but that's going to change in a hurry tonight. A big front moving across the Gulf Coast going to bring in some strong north and northwest wind and some much lower temperatures. So get out and enjoy it while you can. And if you're duck hunting or deer hunting in a, in a closed box stand, you're probably good, but uh, be careful on the water. I don't even think I would risk going out there tomorrow. All right, we got some a lot of texts coming in. We're talking about a lot of topics here this morning. Uh, this one uh, is in regard to that. You're talking about fishing spoons, and we had one that wants to know. This is Big Man Bassin in Mandeville. Uh, when you fish a Johnson Gold or Silver Spoon, do you add a plastic trailer? I generally fish with a split-tail white plastic trailer. Your thoughts? Uh, I generally don't, but it's not for any particular reason because I think you're probably doing the right thing. Any extra motion or uh, visibility on a lure that you can add is certainly worth the time to, to use it. All right, we're also talking about our Wildlife and Fisheries Commission, and we've got this one comes in. As I mentioned, you know, the chairman does a very poor job of running a meeting, and there's a skill in conducting a meeting, moving it along, knowing when to move, keeping people onto the topic at hand. And this one says Robert's Rules of Order will tell you how that to run that commission meeting, and you're correct. If a leader of a meeting has his feelings hurt by a fact that, that someone presents – they need not be that leader. They need to go. Maybe the young lady needs to take the man's place during the next meeting. She needs to take her apology back. I agree with you 100%. And if a person in that position can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Uh, Robert's Rules of Order tells you how to technically run a meeting. Uh, it puts it into order as far as motions and amendments. But I'm just talking about the general conduction of a meeting, keeping people limited on what they're saying, moving the meeting along, uh, keeping it to the facts and not letting people tell anecdotal stories. That's not the time and place for that. All right, we have uh, Miriam in Lacombe. She says the Wildlife and Fishery Commission of Bristol's attitude and behavior is a good example of why Northeast Louisiana has such a hard time getting and keeping high-paying jobs. Wanton destruction of harmless wildlife is not a good look. Agree, Miriam. And this one says, leave the water snake control to the alligators. They know what they're doing. Unbelievable. All right, with regard to the Pogi Menhaden uh, economic impact report, loss of 15% revenue is a small price to pay compared to the price we recreational folk have been paying in reduced catches for years. I don't believe it's 15% by any stretch uh, because they didn't take into account what the harvest would increase by going further off. They're not going to lose that totally. They're not making those boats sit in dock. They just fish further out. All right, we have uh, Lafitte LT. He loves it when the trout are in the pen in the Salvador. That's down by Lafitte. Uh, he says he can paddle the P-Rog to go fishing. Thank you, Lord. All right, uh, he says this. Here's one that says proposed regulations could hurt the pogey industry. You bet. 
Sure hope so. Many destructive and wasteful endeavors have been regulated out of existence as they were in the past. Given the extreme misdeeds of this so-called industry, I'd like to see us do it without it. Well, I I don't want to see any viable industry go away, but one that is as harmful and destructive as that one is, um, it definitely needs to be curtailed. And there could be some loss, but I don't think it's anywhere near 15%. Uh, And then remember, when you listen to me read these texts, this is not always my opinion. This is uh, those who listen to us. Sometimes they give us their name, sometimes they don't. Here's text of 4217. You know, when it comes to the current redfish situation, we ourselves are partly to blame because when problems arise, we scramble for answers. Just maybe we should have had a three fish years ago. Just a thought. Well, that's possible, but there's also a very good argument. And I'm going to talk to Ryan Lambert because he was at that commission meeting and he made it, which, you know, it's it's certainly worth considering. Um, Let's see. Here's one that says... um, it's John P., the guy who works in the golf business and listens to our show every Saturday on his way to the golf course. Jeff Brule is a wealth of knowledge. The day I decide to start fishing, I'm going to reach out to him as a resource. Keep up the great work. Jeff would be an excellent guy. I have learned a lot in fishing trips with him. All right, let's see. We have this one that says, good morning. I prefer the 16 to 22-inch redfish range. They're much better for the table, in my humble opinion. I'm stuck at work today, but I plan to fish the coast. Best of luck to everyone out there. That's from Smokey. And Captain Ross L. says, well, like a lot of places, fishing's been good in Buras. Trout, reds, white bass, uh, lots of fog down there this morning. And his favorite duck recipe, which we're going to be talking a lot about duck and goose recipes with Mark Merchant, who's got a new cookbook out. His favorite is duck andouille gumbo. Dark root, can't beat it. Only thing I would add to that is in that duck and andouille, throw some oysters in there too, Captain Ross. You'll, you'll love it. It'll even make it better. All right, that's our text. If you got one, it's 504-260-1870. We come back after this. We're going to talk to Born on the Bayou, Mike Gallo. Check out where he's been fishing, where he's going, and how he can help you catch some too. Back with Mike after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And let's take you down to the Spots and Dots Lake House Lodge. What a great name for a fishing lodge for somebody who fishes speckled trout and redfish. Spots and Dots. And Captain Mike Gallo, we're hoping he's there. Mike, is it a little foggy out there? Can you see any lights or anything? 
It is foggy, Don. It's um, not terribly bad. I'm actually in the canal behind my lodge heading toward Lake Pontchartrain. And I would say I can see at this moment four or 500 yards. Uh, not bad. A little south, light, light south winds. It does feel like a little southeast wind. Um, very light at this point. A little warmer than it's been, but that's why we have fog. Have you been fishing uh, in a coastal waterway or the Mystico or the Wall? Are you fishing that area yet, which is typically good in the wintertime? It is, and I have been fishing in those areas, Don. The only pattern I think I could tell you is that the fish are there. If you find some, it's best to just squat and grind them out. I've, you know, you can move around, and I did this earlier in the week. You know, you move to a spot and you catch four. And you move to another spot and you catch four. And you move to a third spot and you catch four. And then you realize you wasted 45 minutes moving. If you'd have just sat still, <laughs> you'd have four more in your box. Right. So right. Sometimes you yeah, you don't leave fish to find fish is a, a good rule of thumb sometimes. Mike, uh, we've had it now for a few, couple of weeks. Uh, is the 13-inch speckled trout new limit giving you any problems? Not too bad, Don. We were thinking yesterday uh, we miscounted. I had two guys, um, and we thought we had 30, and we actually had 26. And then when we reflected back after I cleaned them, we were talking at the at the lodge there. Uh, he said, I mean, fish do you think we threw back that were over 12 but under 13 and it may have been six or eight so not as many as as you would think um we fished a combination of uh plastics as well as live shrimp on a drop shot and we've concentrated in some of the deeper channels uh, what, what what worked best was like i said squatting and continuing to fish in a single area. Once we figured out there was some there, we were on the trolling motor, and we might have moved 100 yards one way or the other, but we really didn't go very far once we found what we were looking for. Mike, um, tomorrow is going to be a whole different situation. For people who are considering fishing tomorrow, what is Mike Gallo's plans for tomorrow, given that big weather change? Well, I'd certainly have a CETO membership in case something goes wrong. And I would <laughs> yeah. I would certainly leave a float plan with some family, friends, or maybe even with the marina where you're going to be operating out of. And then keep an eye on the weather. You know, we have cell phones nowadays, and they have radar in the cell phone. And that's such a huge advantage of what we had when we were younger and when you were just looking up at the sky, seeing lightning and counting how long until you heard the thunder. So lots of technology that can help you make a safe trip. It is going to be the day of a front, and generally fish run deep when there's a day of a front. So you may be able to sneak out if you're close to the Mystico or the intercoastal waterway and, you know, fish as long as you can, keep an eye on that weather, and then certainly run back when it gets bad. Mike, uh, we're two weeks away from Christmas. People want to give a trip, to give the gift of a fishing trip with a professional guide. It's called a gift certificate. How do they get one from Angling Adventures of Louisiana? Very simple, Don. You can call me, email me, text me. I'll need the recipient's full name. And we print them up and drop them in the mail to you. If I don't have enough time to drop it in the mail and you're fairly close by, I'll deliver it. 
No, you could email it, and they could print it out maybe. That's even quicker. Yeah, we've done that as well. I forgot that one. All right, very good. Mike, you fishing plastic or, or, or live this morning or both? I have a combination of plastic and live. I had some clients that were coming in out of Jackson, Mississippi, that were going to fish today and tomorrow. And with the forecast for tomorrow, they opted out. So I put Uncle Dan on the boat today, and we're going to go see if we can catch some Christmas trout. There you go. Well, tell Uncle Dan hello from uh, his nephew, Don, and uh, hope to see him soon. (laughs) And a Merry Christmas to him. And uh, thanks for the report, Captain Mike. And uh, be careful out there, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right, there he goes, Captain Mike. Yeah, get a gift certificate for a fishing trip. Or get a sea tow membership for the person that has a boat and is on your shopping list. Yeah, you can do it. $199, that covers them for an entire year. Then they can pick it up on their own. You just call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545 or SeaTow.com. They'll tow you everywhere you need to go. If you need fuel, if you run out, they'll bring it to you. They'll jumpstart you. It's 100% coverage of tows from your home dock even to a repair facility, and it covers every boat you own, rent, or borrow. Great deal. Seatow.com. Coming back after this, uh, we're going to check in for you paddlers who want to paddle for your fish. Captain Eric Mohabarak joins us to talk about that. Stick around. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Oh, yeah, they're stroking out there, and they're pedaling out there, and they're paddling out there. That's why we have a paddler's report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club. It's presented by Massey's. You've got three locations to choose from, Mid-City in New Orleans, one in Baton Rouge, and also one on the north shore of Lake Pontchartrain in Covington. Some of the best kayak fishing models, brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, Native Watercraft. You can visit their website for products and gift ideas or stop in and talk to one of their professionals and ask them, I've got a kayak or a paddler on my list. I don't know what to get them. Believe me, they'll give you a lot of options to choose from. Don't forget about demo days. They happen, too. You can find out the schedule at MasseyOutfitters.com. Captain Eric Mahabarak joins us. And, Eric, uh, a lot of foggy conditions being reported out there this morning. That presents a very special hazardous problem for paddlers because they don't throw a wake. They're harder to see, and if you've got people running boats in the marsh through a fog, uh, it can be very problematic. Give me some tips for paddling in the fog other than waiting it out till it gets a little better. Well, Don, that's the best advice you can get is uh, just, just sit on the bank until the fog lifts because you don't want to get out there, and uh, you, you're not going to be seen. Even, even if you have a light on your boat, you know, I mean, we've all been out. A lot of us have been out there, and um, have been out there. And even even with the proper going slow, you 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 don't see the light as you should because sometimes it gets so thick, like the other captains were saying on the show, that, that you can't see the front of the boat almost. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just better to be safe than sorry. Them fish ain't going nowhere. You know, it just just wait it out until the fog lifts. That's the, that's the best advice I got. 
Um, unless, unless you're fishing, fishing in a, a pond, uh, yeah, right, yeah, a place where the yeah, boats right. can't go, power boats can't go at all. Yeah, yeah, and even if you think you're in the marsh and a power boat can't go there, you have mud boats and air boats and and uh, you know other things that can get through through there. So I, I would just personally sit on the bank and wait. That's what I kind of do anyway. Well, Eric, when conditions are right, this can be a very mm-hmm. productive time of the year because the fish are generally in closer for the paddlers. Give me some places where you would suggest people try when this weather front blows through and things calm back down. Well, that's that's interesting. I just got a text this morning. Uh, some friends of mine went out and uh, caught a three-man limit in Leeville. And, you know, that they got the men limits coming up, so I'm sure that's why they're practicing over there. Uh, in trout, three-man limit in trout. Um uh, you can go to uh, evidently go 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 down Highway 23 too. That that's been just unbelievably well. Uh, Saint Bernard's been doing very well. Also, uh, don't forget about uh, Golden Meadow either. Uh, Galliano Golden Meadow right in that area at that public launch right there. You can get in there. You'll get you some fish. You can get out in Catfish Lake and all of that stuff too. Uh, but it, it's been it's been crazy fishing, just like everybody has been saying. You know, Eric, uh, it was brought up at the commission meeting. They were discussing that live scope, and uh, they said, to their knowledge, it's not one available yet for kayakers, but it's in the in the make. It's coming out. Uh, would you be no, interested Don, in checking one of those out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, Don, <laughs> people have them on their kayaks already. They're, they must be rigging the them up. They must be modifying them to fit a kayak, I guess, until the ones specifically for kayaks come out. Or are they out? They, they, I don't know if they out or not, Don. I'm just telling you. I know, I know several people who have live scopes on their kayaks right now. Uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of the people who are fishing the BASS and the Hobie uh, uh, Bass Bass Trail, they they have them. I mean, some of them have two units set up on on their boat, on on their kayaks. You know, um, I know it's hard to believe. People think a kayak, but you know, they, the technology is out there, and they're using it to their advantage. And um. As far as live, live scopes go, I have witnessed it. I've been on a boat with it once on, on a bass boat, and it's pretty. It is a cool thing to see, but you know, like uh, I believe also, you sit there and you look at the fish. Oh my God, that's a ten pound bass! And you sit there and you throw and you throw. you could be wasting time. And sometimes I believe that happens with people. But I do think it's a tool that that, that should be taken advantage of, especially if you fish in the professional level. Uh, everybody's running one. Absolutely. Eric, we've been talking about uh, guided trips for Christmas gifts, and uh, you are one of the very few people who offer guided kayak trips, providing the kayaks, the gear, and the expertise how to fish out of them. Uh, If somebody wants to get a gift certificate from the Louisiana Kayak Company, how do they get it? Well, they can look on your website, and they can find me on your website, Don Dubuque Outdoors Guy. Uh, You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook, or really just call me or text me. Uh, It's really easy, 504-313-8292. And you can fill them in on whether the the person on their list is really suited for kayak fishing, because not everybody can. You know, people have problems, physical problems, and uh, kayak fishing, unlike just being able to step and sit in the boat, is a little bit different. Right, exactly, Don, and and I I do that quite often, you know, and uh, actually I can kind of adjust the boats that I have for the person who's coming, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, let's say someone's heavier and I need a bigger boat, so I can put them in a pro angler or uh, 
you know, um, if I need a paddle boat, I can get my hands on one of those. I want someone to paddle if they have a bad knee or something. Uh, but, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can kind of work with people all the time on that, you know. And, uh, you know, that it's just one of those things. They just got to get on the phone and talk with me, you know, and uh, we'll go out and throw some spoons. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> all right, Captain Merrick, thank you for the report. And I still think you're better looking than Captain Quint. Don't, don't ever tell anybody tell you uh, you're not. Uh, Appreciate that, Darren. All right, buddy. You have a good day, all right? You too. All right, there he goes. He's paddling off into the fog. Captain Eric Mohabarak, Louisiana Kayak Company. All right, coming back after this, you know what time it is. Bad boys of the outdoors. Got a couple of guys got in some trouble over some deer. We'll tell you their story next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Checking on our text message board, uh, we got Wingbone checking in. Hey, Wingbone, don't forget about our rendezvous a little bit later on today. I'll be contacting you. All right, we got uh, the backstrap Stacker. He's checking in from Orange Beach. Well, Stacker, I'm just up the road from you. It's kind of foggy over here. Uh, he's taking a break from the Piney Woods. Got a wedding to go to. The deer have been moving pretty good. The Bucks are starting to break away from their bachelor groups in Rome, hoping for an early rut this year. Y'all have a great day. I was discussing that with a, an Alabama deer hunter over here yesterday, and uh, we were talking about that late rut uh, in January, actually late January. Maybe you will get a little bit of an early one, but it's pretty much consistent here in Alabama. That's the same time each and every year. All right, got some more texts to get to. Uh, if we don't get to yours, I'm sorry. We get a lot of them in here, and it's – only so much time to get him. Here's Jeff from Maripah. He says he's fished most Gulf Coast, and Louisianians should acknowledge that we have the best inshore fishing, second to none. We want to stay that way. We have to support coastal restoration and conservation. I can't disagree with that. Uh, here's one says, with no fishing, no football, I'm heading to the shop. I'm going to pretend I'm working on something so my wife don't try to drag me to go out shopping. I'd rather be chased by a squadron of javelina. That's from a regular listener, The Worm. Well, I hope Mrs. Worm isn't listening because you're busted, Worm. And we got Captain Mike Smith, duck hunting guy. And I'll be hunting with him next week, as a matter of fact, when the second split reopens. Uh, he's going to check out the situation, and he's glad the season didn't open today with all this heavy fog. Yeah, heavy fog and duck hunting uh, not conducive. And we got uh, Jason, my barber. He's reporting foggy conditions on the North Shore this morning. All right, we're going to take a quick 10-second pause. We come back. I got the bad boy of the week story for you. Don't forget, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have the baddest of the bad, and you will be part of the group that votes for that person who gets that honor for the year 2023. We'll be right back after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque radio network. Dateline, Sunday, November 5th, Beauregard Parish, Louisiana. Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Agents Lieutenant Bo Robertson, Sergeant Donald Murray, Sergeant Steve Vadreen, Sergeant Anthony Verrett, Sergeant Justin Lowry, and Senior Agent Dylan Armentor participated in a case that, like so many of our others, was initiated by a complaint about an over-the-daily limit of deer. During the investigation, the agents interviewed Brett Myers, and he admitted to taking three antlerless deer in one day, which was pretty greedy, and he was cited for over the daily limit of deer. But he did show a little generosity. You see, he, he gave one of those deer to Ryan Manuel, who wish he hadn't, because in addition to being cited for possession of an illegally taken deer, he was also charged with failing to tag the deer and failing to comply with deer harvest requirements. 
Further investigation discovered he also killed a four-point and failed to tag or report that one, too. Pretty sloppy. All four deer were seized and donated to a local charity, Lucky Them. So, facing $2,600 in fines plus another $1,624 in civil restitution and up to 120 days in jail is 36-year-old Ryan Manuel. While looking at criminal and civil restitution fines of $3,749 plus 120 days in jail is another 36-year-old, Brett Myers, both these guys from Sulphur, Louisiana, and both are co-bad boys of the outdoors. All right, don't forget, another reminder, uh, be tuned in with us on the final show of the year. We are going to nominate four or five of the most egregious cases we covered in the year 2023, and you will be asked to text in your vote. We'll tally the votes up, and we will name the honoree, the baddest of the bad. We've been doing this each and every year. It's a lot of fun and a good way to involve you, the audience, and keeping aware of uh, the good job that the enforcement guys and girls are out there doing. Speaking of that, uh, that feature, the bad boys, it's a presentation of those wildlife agents, their association. They've got a nonprofit group, and they offer some really nice gear, great time right now doing Christmas. You can get T-shirts, a whole bunch of different colors and styles, uh, hats, koozies. You can support your agents who support our natural resources. And the way to do that is visit their website. It is supportlwaa.org. Easy to remember, supportlwaa.org, and pick out some nice gear. Coming back after this, we're going to talk to Captain Ryan Lambert. He was one who testified at that Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting with regard to the changes in the redfish regulations Stick around for that. He'll also give us a report on fishing down near the boot, the tip of the boot, and also update us on the latest weather conditions, including possible fog. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And we call him the Plastic Man. If you don't know why, ask him someday. Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures, who was uh, testifying at the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Commission meeting when the discussion about changing the redfish regulations came up. And, Ryan, you made a very good argument. You did a great presentation. And it's just another side of of, uh, what the problem may be and what the solution might be. But what I'm thinking is if you are correct, these biologists are going to come out smelling like a rose. (laughs) It was all they're doing that brought the redfish back when, in fact, Mother Nature may take care of it. Look, there's nothing I say that I can't prove. You know, I know for a fact what happened. And and it's, it plays out on our cleaning table every day. You can see everything that's going on in the estuary right there on the cleaning table. Every fish is exactly the same size. You don't have, you know, the plethora of different size classes. You know, we, we watched them grow. I mean, it's it's incredible this year and last year what we saw because the the fact they only had one class last year. This year we have two classes of keepers. Now we have three classes in the water. But their intent was to go down 45%. But in the charter boats, they went down 60%. Because if you take three fish for the three people in your boat, that's nine, and you took away the guide limit. So that's 11 fish out of 20 you've taken out of a guide boat. So I think I don't like the word penalized because it's not a penalty. It's, I think they overdid it with the guides. You know, I think – Everybody should go down forty five percent if that's your intent. Not not make the guides go down sixty percent because that that might you know I don't know if it'll hurt us or not, but it could you know. Yeah, 
Well, the two interesting things that came out of it, uh, I haven't heard anybody <clears throat> complain about going to the three fish. I'm sure there are people, but they haven't heard There's a lot. either, at the, either a lot. at the committee meeting. And the, yeah, I'm sure there are, and they're just uh, being silent about it. Maybe they don't want to be criticized for saying that we, we need to keep those fish and there's no harm in it. But the good thing, the other good thing that came out of it was that they can continually monitor the population, do stock assessments, and they can change it. If they see that they bounce back real quick, which you're predicting, and I'm tending to agree with you, on their own, plus they're going to get a little bit of a boost from the reduction in the limit, which I don't think is going to hurt that much anyway. Somewhat it will. But um, they can change it back, you know, and, and bring back. They, they can, but the, ta- the chances of them going and revisit are slim and none. You know, I like the fact that they put a sunset in there just for that purpose because going back and bring it, then you have – you know, all the same guys sitting there yelling and screaming that it's not back yet because, they, you know, they, they fish differently or whatever. Um, right. Every one of my boats double limited yesterday. Trout, reds, caught bull reds. They did whatever they want. Their fishing is unbelievable right now. I mean, I, I did a double trip yesterday limited on both trips. And, I, and I'm old. <laughs> I'm tired now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Our fish, our fishing is the best I've seen it since Hurricane Katrina when the river was low till February. Yeah, I mean, it is good. absolutely incredible, and the ducks are pouring in. I mean, pouring in here, and we got a big front coming tonight. So, I mean, the second yeah. split ought to be great. We have some big negative tides, though. You know, we might have to fish hunt the evening. You know, we don't have the giant negative tides up to a point seven, I think. But uh, how's the uh, river looking this morning, fog wise? Um, it, I, I don't hear the horns. There's no fog here. The river might be a little foggy, but it's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. the river's not cold. You know, normally right. when we get those cold rivers in the 40s and you get that, that, that dew point hit around there, then you get some big fog. But it's not foggy today. The boats are out. Uh, I'm going to go to Luling today. And uh, we have a little party for my grandson tomorrow. And then uh, I'll come back and open the season Monday. And then... I hit that nine on Tuesday, so I'm <laughs> like a hummingbird. Yeah, you're going to get jet lag. How was the Mexico trip? Did you make it? Oh, my goodness gracious. It was it was fabulous. You know, we killed limits of, of redheads. The ponds were dry, so we didn't have the morning pintail hunts. But we limited out on pintails, you know, every single day. And one day we, we went and we duck hunted in the morning. Then we went to the beach out by the coast. And, and that water there is blue, right out on the beach. It's blue water. And we fished specks and reds. I caught 126 inches and reds Ooh. every single cast. And we sat there and had some nice fajitas, and they had the bar set up. And then, then we went back duck hunting. <laughs> I mean, this don't get any better than that. Oh, oh you, you got Nighty. such a tough routine, man. People are feeling <laughs> sorry for you all across the country. <laughs> i tell you what, right, I'm we, a blessed we, man. Oh, uh, yes, indeed. Feel the same. All right, so you, we're getting close to Christmas. Gift certificates available for Cajun Adventures, fun trips? Yeah, I actually had somebody call yesterday, wanted to have a Christmas gift for their, their two boys, and I said, call the office, and they'll send you a gift certificate to put under the tree, and, and that way you'll, you know, you'll have something to give them instead of just saying we're going to take you hunting, you know, or fishing You know, or one of the great things about those gift certificates for trips is, you know, if you get – you include yourself. You get to spend time with the person. 
And that's the most valuable that, gift you can give. It, that is, is so time. important to spend time with kids these days because they have so many outside influences pushing on them. You know, the more time you spend quality time with them, the better you are. Um, is that true? I, you I, make I, them check the phones at the at the lodge when they get in the boat? Oh, they, I don't put boats and I don't let kids bring game boys or stuff on the boat. I said, look, you you fixing to have all the adventure you want just here in a minute. You don't have to worry about bringing your little your little things, you know. But uh, as far as you uh, look at two, three, and four to to make some hunts, the the water will be great and uh, we ought to be able to just have a great time. So you can do one, two, three days, whatever you want. All right, sounds good. I'll be putting that on the calendar and seeing you soon. All right, buddy. All right, my friend. Thank you for the report, as always, and the discussion. Always a pleasure. We'll catch up with you next week. All right, Don. We'll see you soon. All right. There he goes, Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. Coming back after this, we're going to introduce you to a fellow by the name of Mark Merchant. He's going to introduce you to a wonderful cookbook for waterfowl. If you've been tired of cooking the same old recipe, maybe it's good, great recipe, passed down by your family for traditions, but, Ben, if you want to try something new, he's got the answer. Great Christmas gift, too. He's next with us on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, if you're a duck hunter, goose hunter, a waterfowl enthusiast, and you're looking to change up your recipes and maybe try something new, or if you're new to the sport and not really making good use of them, Mark Merchant joins us now to talk about his new book called Waterfowl Cuisine from field to table. Good morning, Mark. Tell us about uh, your book. What did you set out to accomplish when you wrote this book? Uh, hey, good morning, Don. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, well, I've, I've like probably like a lot of your listeners, I've been a uh, an avid duck and goose hunter for many, many years, uh, over fifty, and and um, you know, I, I just got tired of eating ducks the same way. Uh, most of the people who kill a lot of birds eat them three or four different ways, and uh, I tell you, I love I love a good jalapeno duck popper, but I can't eat them 300 days a year. And uh, I love love duck jerky. A lot of people make duck jerky, and it's wonderful. But once again, you know, there's only so many pieces of jerky I can eat and pass out in the blind during the course of a year. And so, I started experimenting uh, probably about 15 years ago, maybe a little more. I, I don't know really when I started, but started to do some non-traditional things with waterfowl and kind of put them into dishes that we all enjoyed in the, the deep south and the south of Louisiana, especially, you know, uh, and, and, and substituting duck meat for other kinds of meat. And um, I kept developing it and experimenting with it on my family, my poor family, goodness. And then the guys at the duck camp uh, uh, down in Homestead, Louisiana, and uh, – and we, uh, we, you know, we, uh, my, my friend started to encourage me to put these recipes into a volume. And so I started to do that about five years ago. And uh, that's where it kind of where it started. It was kind of a grassroots thing to satisfy my own taste buds. Well, you went both far and near to gather these recipes. You've got it broken down to sections like the American favorites, the Cajun classics, which are real popular in this era, but also Mexican-style recipes, Italian, Asian, and just on the grill, some basic stuff. Uh, You actually visited some of these places to gather these recipes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a professor at McNeese State University, and I have a very active alligator and crocodile program, and I've traveled the world far and wide doing crocodile research. And some of these recipes actually came from Southeast Asia when I visited there several times and and uh, eaten street food. And I watched very close. You know, I, I remember one day I was 
went went to a street vendor and I asked him to make this meal and I ordered it and I walked and I made it and then, of course they make it right in front of you and I walked away eating this stuff. I was like, man, that is fantastic. So I went back the next day and watched them and made mental notes of what they were adding, what they were doing, and that <laughs> that ended up being in the recipe book. That was from Cambodia. Yeah. Uh, but there's like the, the one you tried. Uh, I know that that was from Laos. Uh, yeah, the, uh, that Lar. was excellent. Yeah, so Man, different. That's crazy. Oh, just different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, really and, and, and uh, you know, you look at that recipe and you think, "Man, that would never work with waterfowl." But boy, it does. It really does. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, you can't argue with success. That's for sure. Uh, Mark, you also <laughs> include for the for the novice uh, preparation, how to take care of them from the field all the way to the freezer. And also some unique ways to put them on the grill, spatchcocking and that type of thing. It's a wealth of knowledge. I mean, you just really did a great job on this book. Nice color. Oh, I appreciate it. Very appetizing. I, I thank you for that. I, I I wasn't. I feel like most people who end up with this book in their hands probably know how to clean birds. Um, they might not know some all the ways, but but uh, you know, I I don't know who's going to end up with it. So the, I, and the more I'm online uh, looking at this, uh, you know, these duck hunting websites, there's a lot of new people that don't know how to and don't know how to clean ducks. They ask you how do you clean your ducks, you know. So I thought, well, I need to need to include, and, and you know, if you know how to clean ducks, you just skip that section. But uh, but I wanted to put all kinds of stuff in there to help people realize that you know that that your 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 pr- preparation of waterfowl for the table begins as soon as you pick that bird up out of the field, you know, don't lay it out in the sun. Don't, you know, just kind of try yeah, to take yeah. care of your birds and, uh, and Absolutely. they'll take care of you. Yeah. Mark, uh, we, we're kind of getting short on time and I certainly want to you know, let people know how they can get this book for the person on their gift list or for themselves. But before we do that, what is your all time favorite duck recipe that's in the book? Oh man, don't make me do that. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm partial. I'm partial to, Southeast Asian food. And if you've ever had a Vietnamese banh mi sandwich, it is something that will spark your taste buds. And I worked really hard to make a duck banh mi sandwich. It is unbelievable. But then there's Very a chili good. recipe in there, you know, so there's all kinds of stuff. So I know it's a tough decision when you got so many yeah. good and it different really is, varied yeah. types. Mark, tell people how they can get this book for someone on their Christmas list. Okay, I'm I'm primarily selling this online I'm out of my Facebook account. If you send me a, a private message, um, and once again, it's Mark Merchant, M A R K, M E R C H A N T. I I'm I'm on the Louisiana Duck Cutters website. I've got my own page, of course. And if you'll just uh, send me a send me a private message, I'll I'll ask you to send me your Venmo or your PayPal information. I'll bill you and I'll ship it to you. I'm, from between now and Christmas, I'm shipping five times a week toward that yeah. Christmas Christmas week. I'll probably ship every day, and I'm using two day shipping. So U.S. Yeah. Well, uh, P.S. Uh, I'm sorry. If they don't, if they didn't get the information, they're welcome to text me, and I'll put them in touch with you, Mark. Thanks okay, for the thank great you. job and, on and, the uh, book, and best of luck on your hunts in the future. All right, there there he goes, Mark Merchant. All right, and there we go. We'll see you next week with another edition of the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 